You raise me up so I can stand on mountains. You raise me up to walk on stormy seas. I am strong when I am on your shoulders. You raise me up to more than I can be. Good morning, my Cope 100 family. How are you doing? I have been raised up, my friends and family. I have been raised up, I'm telling you. When I look back on where I was in life, what I used to be, it's very good to look back. I'm telling you, sometimes when some of us look back, it may be painful. But from that pain, it brings power, presidents. It just brings something to me. I'm just telling you about me. And the other day, my counselor asked me, how do you manage to be so strong? I said to her, whenever I want to gain strength, I look back at my pain. I look back at my past because I know if I ignore my past or pretend it wasn't happening, I wouldn't be where I am today. And some of us, including me, tried not to get in touch with our emotions, tried to block them out. Had I not dealt with those emotions at that tender age, where would I be today? What would I have to look back on to draw from? When some of us are going through storms, fury, a lot of bad things happening to us, the first thing we say is, why me? Poor little me, what's going on? I'm telling you, it's not easy to stand up in your storm, but try and do that. Stand through it, go through it, and you will get that breakthrough through it, okay? Now, if I did not go through all those things I went through, whether good or bad, would I have a story to tell today? All of us have a story. Some of us are ashamed of our story. Some of us want to claim a new identity, it is you. Your DNA has not changed so far for what I've known. Go through it. Talk about it. Your story could help so many people. Now, I will give you a very good example of that. Because I went through lots of things, one of the things I went through, I was talking to a very close family member of mine about it, and the individual broke down and disclosed to me that she went through something similar but worse with another person in the family. I encouraged her. I said to her, I did not experience all of that in that capacity. However, what I can tell you from my experience, and this is me sharing, because sharing helps, from my experience is talking helps. You do not have to tell me what what who did this thing. You do not have to tell me because you have kept it all these years, over 30, no, it's not that long, but over more than 20 years, I think, yes. You've kept it all this time and you haven't healed. You're crying because you feel like it's happening. The way you're talking about it, it feels like you're reliving it. At times you can blame yourself. So I encourage her to talk and she 
told me because I said you don't have to tell me I'm not pressuring you and I'm not telling you to tell anyone I'm just encouraging you that talking helps one day she just told me and she told me the name of the person who violated her in her teens this person was very close to us came from abroad with lots of money and trying to act all rich some people from third world countries when they see people from a foreign country they can feel enticed the money overpower everything else even if they're a bad person because they have money and they can share things parents and other people overlook it and said yes he's so kind i also remember there were some funny signs about that person and one day this family member took this person to my house and the way this person was looking at me was not family it was not a family look it looked a bit suspicious so it's quite good to be very when you're looking at people don't take things for face value i looked in his eyes and i didn't see family i saw more than that one day i came from work and that person was at my house there was no one at the house and he came and he was waiting for me and i said why is he at my house he lives so far away from me why is he here i think because he was talking to me really funny hugging me and acting weird i think he came possibly with the intention of doing what he did to that family member but when i looked him in his eyes he saw the fire he saw the tigress he saw the lioness he saw the eagle he saw war and he knew not this one at that time i didn't realize his intentions but looking back i realized that was so when this family member told me i said thank you for telling me thank you and you can save a lot of people from telling okay one day last week one of my cousins we were talking and the name of that person came up and guess what it came out that this person has been going around hugging his family a certain way squeezing them their suspicions of him taking another young family member probably in her 20s now to his house in the nights bringing her back and people claim they're suspicious okay right so my cousin said they're so scared of him the way he acts around them i was so glad she told me i said stay away from this person if he's passing your house lock the door and stay and if he's calling don't answer because this man hmm, he has done something terrible to one of my family members and they said yes they heard he's like that okay they hear they like that and this person is quite a bad person he was deported from a foreign country and he's dangerous apparently so they're afraid of him physically anyway so i am so glad that one family member disclosed to me that this person is like this so i could tell another family member be careful around this person don't let him be holding you lock your door when he's passing and I don't know, <clears throat> things are alleged. So I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a judge beating any hammer on this person. But his behavior was suspicious towards me. So there are times when some people come to attack you with things and when they see what is in front of them, they have to be afraid. They know, please don't even try it. When I tell you, I'm so happy for that story that that person who told me felt brave enough to say, so I could tell another person to say, 
please be careful around him and with your kids as well because it is alleged i don't know but and i know the way he behaves when he when i saw him that time he even said he wish he could lift me up and all this i'm like really please go sit down i'm telling you you know sharing and going back into your past and looking at things and you see how many things you were rescued from sometimes you don't you think it's coincidence you don't know so that's some some of those things are where i get my strength from so i could share it to people to say it's quite i found it beneficial to do this you may not find it beneficial but at least i could offer a word of advice to say this is what i did and this worked or this did not work yeah so when things happen and you can share if you can save someone from a bad in bad situation you encountered do it don't be afraid there's so many people more common around than that than you think there's so many people going through the same things more than you know and until you open your mouth you wouldn't know so whatever story you have to share whatever tries whatever you have overcome share it find a way of sharing it i am slowly sharing my story because i think i have to because there's no way i could have gone through so much and come out so nice and not tell people because there are people around who are thinking they may not be able to do it they're struggling there's no way out there's no hope once you're breathing there is hope every time there is hope and when you start feeling like oh look at me poor me you think of someone worse than you when my dad told us that story about the man who said he was gonna hang himself because he had one banana one ripe banana that's the last thing he had to eat he was starving apparently and what he did he ate the banana went up in a tree tie a rope around his neck and said this is it i've got nothing else to eat i'm gonna kill myself when he threw the banana skin to the ground another man passed by took that banana skin and ate it the moral of the story is when you think you're bad there's somebody better than you there's somebody worse than you so you might be here thinking i only have a pound there are people who do not have a penny nothing oh i'm in a tiny house there are people who do not have a house nothing there are people right now lying in hospitals wanting to breathe and can't breathe that's priceless oxygen right now is priceless air peace is priceless and every time I look back at where I was brought up, though I had a lot of bad memories, I have good memories as well. And I cherish them and I get images of that place in my mind. The beauty of free we were to run around, go to the river, climb trees, play in the bushes. I don't have that in this country, but I appreciate what I have. Because when I look back at where I am today, I am not sure I would have gotten there staying where I was brought up. Because I was not brought up in a family that classed themselves as well-to-do. They were classified as poor. Not me, darling. Never poor. Nothing poor here. So I had to make my way. I had to fight my way out of that stigma of poverty. Because I ain't having it. No poverty to my name. Me? Oh, no, darling. Not me. It's too much.
So I have to look back at that place and remember how I overcame a lot of things and I smiled to myself so much. I tell you, when I look in the mirror sometimes, I don't know how I don't eat myself. I am too nice. When you look at my lips, oh my God, they're beautiful. I'm like, am I getting more beautiful? And sometimes the way you think, because when I was growing up, I was told lots of things that weren't positive. I had to turn them over and think positive. So when you start thinking positive about yourself and you look at yourself, you ever start looking better? Say, for example, you don't like the way your nose is shaped. How many other things on your body? What about your lips? What about your eyes? Appreciate them. Start from what you like and not what you don't like. And what's there not to like? Really now, what's there not to like? When you want to say, I don't look good, look in the mirror. And look at how you're perfectly made. Do you think it's easy to make such a beautiful face, a beautiful body? There are people who are blind. They cannot see anything. You can see. So whatever eyes you have, you appreciate them. There are people with no hair on their eyebrows, no hair anywhere because they're getting chemo. They're sick. Oh, they don't like my eyebrows. Get an eye pencil and draw one on. Make it happen. Don't sit around and wait for something to happen. Go out there and make it happen. You don't like looking at your lips then? Put some lipstick on or some lip gloss, some lip liner. Carry yourself well. Nothing I hate than seeing people out looking a bit raggedy and crusty. Sometimes when people aren't in a good place, they don't want to fix themselves up. But when you fix yourself up, it can help you because you start feeling better about yourself. <clears throat> and the image you give out, the energy you give, people see how you treat yourself. So if you look look like that, people really, you want people to say, she looks so nice or he looks so nice. Value yourself. And the thing some of us are looking for from everyone else in the world, it's inside. A lot of people, they have a partner, they break up today, they have one in advance, one on standby. They have to be in a relationship tomorrow. Then they break up, then one tomorrow, they have one, have two partners. Now, you walking around looking for happiness and peace from other people. If you're not happy and you don't like yourself, do you think it's fair to ask another human being to like you? Like yourself first. Remember, I think, is it Ayanna Van Zandt? I can't remember if it's her or Nichols. If or somebody, Nichols. I can't remember the names. That's why I'm going to have to write this thing down. Said, I love myself so much. You're like his extra. No, I woke up loving myself. You're like his extra. So if you don't like yourself, you're walking around for someone to like you or someone to say, you look nice. Can't you see? Well, unless you can't see, don't you know that you look nice? So waiting around for validation, waiting for people to tell you about yourself. <coughs> Pardon me. I think that's asking for too much. If you don't know yourself at this age, when will you know yourself? Flip this script. Whatever bad things you were told and bad seeds that were planted, change it up. You can do it. I did it. The things I have to tell you. I don't think you're ready for it. The Leone you see today was not the Leone of yesterday. I worked on it and I tried. And I'm telling you, the most precious achievement I have today is peace. There are things that people think they want in life and they need. They don't. The best things in life, money cannot buy them. They are priceless. So do look, start with you. Start with your emotions. Do you know last week, 
I was going to an appointment and I'm telling you, I parked the car and for me, I'm not a perfectionist, but when I park, I like to make sure the persons coming out their cars have space to come out. So when I parked, I was too much on the right. So I opened the door and I looked and the line was really close. So what I do, I close it, fix myself up. Okay, when I came back, there was a ticket on my car for 160, 100, I don't even know it's 100 and what. I didn't see it until I sat down because I wasn't expecting a ticket because I didn't have time to put a ticket on. All it is, I wanted to use the toilet and I was going for physio and I know since I come out of hospital, I can't hold my urine that long. When I want to pee, I need to just go. And I went trying to get that done because imagine in a physio and start peeing yourself. I contacted the company to explain to them that I'm so sorry that happened, blah, 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 and I had an appointment. This I told them the whole shebang. They wrote back and said, ticket, I have to pay the ticket, so and so and so. I didn't panic myself. I just paid the ticket. I paid half price. I just paid it because you know what? I did not put a ticket up. I genuinely know, God genuinely know that it's just I forgot because I got distracted. And I wanted to go and pee and stuff. But it's okay. They said I could appeal. I could. What am I going to go through all this drama for? And when you finish all the drama, you still have to pay. So manage your time and your emotions really well. And just say, it's only money. The, the evidence I showed this person, if they wanted to, they could have cancelled that ticket. I'm telling you, they could have. But sometimes it depends on whose desk your information drops on. It depends on how they feel that day. It depends on who you are as well. Because I got a ticket already in a, one of these big supermarkets. And one person tell me this. And by the time it get to another person, it change. And I had to write to the CEO. I said, I don't have time for games. If you want me to pay the ticket, I'll pay the ticket. So don't tell me yes. Then you said no and all that. I don't have time. Not now. I can't. In the end, I didn't pay it. But every turn you turn, there's a ticket. Every turn you turn, there's something to distract you. And sometimes when you're stepping into your victory and your glory and your purpose, a lot of distractions happen. Don't waste your energy on the distractions around you. Focus on the you. When you saying Bolt is running, because you know he's quite a winner. When he's running, I don't know how we focus, but I see him just finishing the race. And I'm sure if he sit there panicking about not winning, he might not win. So focus on what you're doing on the now. And work on the now. <coughs> Pardon me. And then you see what happened later. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> so my throat is going against you. Now I'm going to have to stop. And what I find, when I wake up, I can't talk properly with my voice. But when I, the more I talk, it clears up and so on. So it's coming along nicely. And it's been such a pleasure talking to you because all my life I've known that I must talk. But I I wasn't doing much of it. And the more I talked to people, they said, oh my gosh, wow, the words you say. So that's why I want to share it. And I know in time to come, I'll be doing bigger things, better things. But I have to start from here. And I want to encourage you as well because I don't edit anything. I just send it out because I don't want anyone to think if you're going to be talking... 
on a pod podcast or doing anything for the public. You have to be perfect. You have to be this. It's fake. You must be natural. So I, yes, make mistakes. You can hear the mistakes. You can see, <coughs> pardon me, things. I know that it doesn't have to be perfect. You try somewhere. Try something. And I do hope my words, my voice, and my time, I hope it helps you someday somehow somewhere somewhere over the rainbow see voice is coming back really nicely but i'm not worried about the voice because it will come back and if it doesn't come back this is the voice god wants me to have because there's a shift in me there's a change in me i look different i sound different so i'm telling you maybe this is the me and i'm waiting for the old me which has passed. This is the new me, brand new, new and improved, right? So I hope this helps today and you have a beautiful week until we speak again. Bye-bye.